good morning so we were doing the uddhav gita and uh, chapter 4 it's a new chapter that we are going to start today but it's a continuation of the number of gurus of the tantra now this is about yadu who is being told the story by avduta and avduta is the tantra this yadu is the forefather of sri krishna so sri krishna is in turn telling this story to uddhava since uddhava had asked so many questions so how does a person attain spiritual way how does a person attain spiritual perfection in this there were number of examples given so we are moving to the next example given by the yadu to the yadu by datatraya okay before we begin i will just give you an introduction this 24 gurus of datatraya they have to be observed very very carefully it's not that you can follow one guru huh and means you just can't say that i am going to follow one person or one individual you are supposed to be taking charge of all these 24 if there is a discrepancy of even one if you are not able to follow even one understand something that you are going to miss out on achieving your objective all right so we have to ensure that all these 24 gurus have to be followed now these gurus are anything you know like earth now we are going to do something about an osprey so let us see what happens okay we are doing uddhav gita chapter 4 it's a new chapter we have started verse 1 Krishna is talking to Uddhava and telling him what his forefather the Yadu learned from Avduta who had come to his kingdom The Brahmana said The acquisition of anything whatsoever that man men hold as dearest leads to misery But he who knows this and gives up all possession attains to endless bliss possessions this is the important word the acquisition of anything whatsoever that men hold as dearest leads to misery but he who knows this and gives up all possession and attains to endless bliss we have so many possessions in our life and the acquisition of these possessions think what is he talking about anything that we acquire in this life you may say that my husband or my wife or my children i don't own them but actually you possess them 
my husband, my wife, my children. And when this happens, it is called possession. The word my is nothing but I own it. Not it. It may be relationships, it may be objects. Just imagine you have a diamond ring. And that diamond ring gets misplaced somewhere. Do you know how much of a trouble you are going to get in? Oh, I lost my ring. I don't know where it is. I don't know what has happened to it. Your whole day, night, everything is going to get in a quantity. Everything goes haywire. You misplace one item in your life which you think you own. Objects. It could be anything. It could be now you have a Krishna in your house, a small baby Krishna. And you have a flute which you have bought. Just imagine that. And you misplace this flute somewhere. You know you have Krishna statues and in the Krishna statue there is a flute. You have seen that. Now imagine while you are washing that, you misplace that flute. Or you misplaced one of his ornaments. Do you know it is a painful experience just because you possess that object? You paid money for it. You have acquired it. And because you have acquired it, you are going to get into trouble the moment you misplace it. Or forget about it. If somebody comes and touches it also. Just imagine you own a nice fancy car. And someone lovingly comes and says, such a nice car and touches the car. You know you are going to get very angry with it. You know that? Think. Just imagine. There is a husband and there is a wife. As the husband is looking at another woman somewhere. You know, oh she is so beautiful. You know the wife is going to get very angry with it. And she's going to say, why are you looking at her? You are trying to possess that husband. What husband are you talking about? Some person you didn't even know a few years ago? It is like one object that you buy a diamond ring which you didn't even own it a few years ago. And just because you think you paid money for it or something that you seem to own it. And this is the problem which we have in our world. The Guru of Dattatre says, Whatever that you acquire in this world, acquisition of anything, whatsoever that a man holds dearest leads to misery, it is constantly going to give you misery. Anything. Imagine your passport. Think. You think you own it. Alright? Whatever you wish to think and own, you are going to be miserable the moment something happens to it. Now, I will tell you a story of country which owned some things. Recently, you heard about Saudi Arabia's 
Aramco company. You know it, some bombs or something fell on it. And 10% of the world's supply of oil was cut. What happens to it? The ownership of that object, because it is acquired and owned by that country, it can put that country in trouble, isn't it? Isn't it why India is fighting and Pakistan is fighting and United States is fighting in all these countries? Think about it. Everybody wants to own something or the other. And ownership of anything is going to be detrimental to your life. It may be your property, it may be your house, it may be your car, it may be just a pen. Just a pen. A nib. You know, a clip. Think. These are insignificant objects. And yet the significance is felt when you do not have them. They are lost. Forget about relationships. You seem to own everybody. You think in my world people don't own me? They think I am some dog of theirs It is tied to the leash. In everybody's life it is like that. They believe it is their call that they have to call or they have to talk to me or they have understand one thing. You cannot have ownership of anything. See, there is a difference between ownership and devotion. Krishna's devotee only is devoted to Krishna. Think what I said. You have to be a devotee of Krishna, not an owner of Krishna. The moment you show ownership of Krishna, Krishna will run away. Likewise, you will find that there are lots of devotees of great yogis in the past who thought that after living with them for many years, they started owning that devotee. That uh, guru or whoever. You can't have ownership. You can't own an object also. I will tell you a story from the Sai Satcharitra. In the Sai Satcharitra, there is one particular Babaji, long-haired person, uh, saint, kind of a, a yogi, or a sadhu. He comes and gives a small book. I mean, he is He's reading a book, sitting over there and reading a book. And he possesses that book so much. Possesses. I own this book. It is nothing. It's a small object and yet he thinks he possesses it. Then what happens? Suddenly, Sai Baba comes to know that this person is showing ownership of this object. So he removes the book from him and gives it to another devotee. Now when this happens, isn't it the same thing which happens to you in a, you know, in a temple? You might have given one kilo of pedas to that deity. You are expecting that Panditji to return back the same dabba. 
in the same box of you know sweets and imagine if that particular panditji instead of returning you that gives you some flowers and maybe some few pedas in hand you know you are going to get angry because you seem to possess and own that object likewise this baba was owning that book just that book he had nothing else but the book and this is the problem which he faced and he was very upset and angry but baba had given sai baba had given that book to somebody else how can you get angry with god how can you get angry with such great saints please understand to remove that object called possessiveness that thing called possessiveness the guru will do anything in this world please understand this just because you think you own something he is going to remove that object from your life it is for you to understand if you want your spiritual growth in life do not possess anything got it so we will move to the next verse Chapter four, verse two, from the Uddhav Gita. An osprey with a piece of flesh was tormented by other stronger than itself that had no flesh. It gave that flesh up and became happy. This is a story of a bird who is flying high up in the sky. It had seen some small flesh, piece of flesh lying there down on the earth it picks it up in its beak and flies high there are crows you know raven crows and other kind of crows they look at this bird and they see oh he has got food in his mouth and they all start following this bird have you seen one bird follow another bird i'm sure you have seen that you know one bird is going in front there is a pigeon and off outside you know behind the pigeon you will find there is one eagle or somebody roaming around or some crows are there so these crows were following this bird and they were not allowing it to rest anywhere they were not allowing it to even eat that stuff which they were having whatever he was carrying in his beak after flying for some time this bird realizes that these crows are not after me but after what i possess in my mouth so what it does opens the mouth opens the beak and that piece of flesh falls down and all the crows diverge onto that <laughs> they converge onto this piece of flesh and they leave this bird alone this is an example given by devdatre to give to tell you that whatever you wish to own in this world there are going to be hundreds and thousands of people who are going to run after you because you own that thing it could be a good voice you know the moment you have ownership of a voice everybody is going to talk nonsense You see, in Instagram, there are lots of people, huh? There was this young girl who was talking something few days ago, and 
half of the world is saying something good about her and half of the world is saying something bad about her. Because she was talking about the environment. Think. There are actors and actresses. There are people in this world. There are people who own big jets. There are people who have a tiny object in their hand which they seem to own. The moment you show ownership of anything in this world, please remember, you are going to be followed by these crows. Just think of yourself as that bird. Why do you want to own anything? Never own anything. Now I will tell you something that happened in my life. You remember I had gone to see some places, you know, a few days ago. Returned yesterday. I visited a number of ashrams in India. I know many places. So I was looking at the people, those who were managing those ashrams. I saw that they have to be involved in everything over there. Their spiritual life had become zero. They were involved in whether the cows were giving milk. I mean, think about it. How many rooms were booked? Somebody's toilet is not working. Go and talk to Swamiji. And think about it. Is the Swami supposed to be bothered if your toilet in your room is not working? I mean, think about it. Think about it. You want an auto rickshaw or you want a taxi, you know, to go from one place to the other. And you go and ask Swamiji. Swamiji, I want to go from X to Y. Can we get an auto rickshaw over here? And Swamiji says, okay. And tick, 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 tick. And the auto rickshaw comes. Do you think that is what they are supposed to be doing? People who were cleaning the ashram, lagaving jhado, you know, cleaning it. And they were fighting with the person who ran the ashram. Why this person is not cleaning? Why this person has not come? What this? What has happened over here? Can you imagine this? This is called administrative jobs. Swami Rama of the Himalayas, Sivananda Swami, this is another person. Swami Rama was given the position of a Shankaracharya. And in a few months time or maybe in a year's time or so, he ran away from there. Because it involved administrative duties. Who is coming? What is happening? Whether the milk is there? Whether this is happening? Whether that is happening? Why is the person supposed to be bothered whether the there is power, there is no power, there is, you know, milk, there is no milk, there is rice, the rice is missing, the food is not good, there is no salt in it. Oh, come on, why is that 
great saint supposed to be bothered about these mundane things and yet when you have possession and when you have ownership of these objects these are the things that happen in this world i went to meet a chartered accountant and he told me very clearly if you want to have you know to run an ashram you need money and when you need money you have to form a trust and when you form a trust then the money has to come in the trust what are you talking about in olden times a person a, a sadhu could get inside a train could get inside a train and had no tickets he had no no pair of slippers also no chappals and he could walk through today you find sadhus are flying in the air they have tickets to you know enter you need an identity that is your position identity is your position just imagine you have a pan card you have aadhar card you have a passport you have a ration card i don't know how many cards a person has a credit card a debit card a this card a that card what is your identity it is those cards that is your possession think why are you supposed to own all these objects so i was telling you about there is uh, there were the nuclear reactors in iran you know iran and in the year 2012 by the way these iranian places they were not connected connected to any internet anywhere so nobody could hack into their system correct if you are not connected you cannot be hacked into the system this is what understood by everybody so what this great people did those who were the hackers they infiltrated the suppliers of this company the suppliers okay the suppliers who were supplying this nuclear facility in iran they infected their computer with a virus that virus was downloaded on tiny dongles you know the tiny dongles that you get small things and these dongles were plugged into by three people unknowingly they plugged it into because it carried some design or something they plugged it into their mainframes their their computers in this nuclear facility these three people who use this small devices it started affecting the centrifuge centrifuge is a place you know which goes around it's like a mixer and it does removal of those different different kinds of chemicals okay centrifuge just you can google it so first one centrifuge got affected and in less than 1 to 2 months time over 950 centrifuges were affected it just was a tiny worm 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 itna sa the entire network was shut down the whole nuclear facility came to a standstill 
think it was not even connected to the internet but how these people were able to inflict you know so much of problems into the inner core of this nuclear facility can you think about it when you possess something when you possess this facility when you possess anything in this world even a tiny worm can destroy your life think don't possess anything don't show possession for even the stupidest of the thing in the world you got it just imagine i misplaced my glasses somewhere you know what's going to happen to me i will be blind <laughs> i will wonder whether you people are seeing this video or no <laughs> can you understand that is called possessiveness and this osprey this bird and the other birds were running after him so stop possessing anything in this world it could be even a statue of krishna don't possess it if you think it is there it is yours and somebody comes and takes it you are going to get into trouble boss don't possess anything got it so we move to verse 3 chapter 4 Uddhav Gita verse 3 I do not care for honor or dishonor nor have I any anxiety such as men with houses and children have I sport with the self take pleasure in the self and roam on earth like a child Now this is the answer to possessiveness to something which is called acquisition The answer is so beautifully given over here by Dattatreya to Yadu which krishna is telling uddhava you people are uddhavas you are getting these answers please think about what he is saying over here i do not care for honor or dishonor nor have i any anxiety such as men with houses and children have i sport with the self take pleasure in the self and roam on earth like a child people in this world who take possession of objects he is talking about men with houses the moment you are an owner of a property you know you are in the biggest deepest trouble in the world can you walk away from the property no you cannot it may be a small hut for that matter it may be a tiny house even 200 300 square feet house also if you have you know you can never walk away from that place the ownership is going to be there owned by xyz and this ownership is going to cause because of your mixed you know misery how does it cause misery because you own it and then he talks about and children that is family and children the moment you take ownership of your child my baby my child my this one my husband my wife my mother my father must you are going to get into the deepest trouble in the world my mother and my father i was going in a taxi and this person 
I was talking to this man and he said, you know what, I owe it to my... I'm not joking. This is what he told me. He said, you know what, in my world, my God is my mother. His father was dead. Is my mother. I do everything for my mother. And then for two or three hours, this man was fighting with his girlfriend on the phone. Huh? And a driver. He was fighting with his girlfriend on the phone. Oh my God. Why? He owned that woman, that girlfriend of his. And the girlfriend was telling him something. And they were both arguing. And finally, at least 10 times he said, you know, don't call me back. We are finished. We don't have any relationship. Get out of my life. And the same man was talking to me about his mother. His mother is not married. I mean, his uh, husband is dead. Now think. Tomorrow if his mother thinks, I want to get married to another man. Do you think the same relationship will be there with that person? The mother, mother, mother this man is talking about. Do you think he will own his mother then? His mother is going and sleeping with another guy. Wow. Ownerships are so flimsy. Acquisitions are so bad. Relationships are the worst in the world. It happened to me in my life where one distant relative, you see, his mother, an old woman of 65 or 60s, I don't remember her age, and suddenly she had gone on a Tirtha Yatra. You know, Tirtha Yatra means what? Going to a holy place. And when she was going in a group, her husband had died. Her husband, I had met her husband, by the way. And her husband had died. And some couple of years had gone by. And she thought that, you know, now is the time for doing Vanaprastashrama. So let me go to some Tirtha Yatra and visit some holy places. So she went to visit some holy places. And when she was visiting the holy place, Naturally, you talk to someone or the other. So there was this man around the same age and they started talking to each other. Where are you from? What are you doing? How are you? This, that, blah, blah, blah. And in a year or two years time, both of them had a Gandharva Vivaha. You know Gandharva Vivaha? You should find out. So they had a Vivaha. She had son. You know, the son disowned her. The same son who was caring for his mother so much started disowning her. I don't want this woman in my life. I hate her. So what happened to that love, love, love that was there? So when you were possessing your mother, it was nice. And this possession turned into something very, very dramatic. So never ever possess even if it is your relative. Please understand you don't have ownership over mother, father, husband, wife, children, uncles, aunts, relatives, friends. No. Never possess any human being. This is what Krishna is talking about. This is what Dattatraya says. And the second thing that he says is don't have possession of any object also. Because it is going to be the cause of your anxiety. It's going to be the cause of your misery. So stop possessing things. 
Don't say this is mine, this is mine, this is mine, this is mine. This is an example, a live example which happened in front of me. Two examples which I gave. One was for a taxi driver and one was this distant relative of mine. And now what happens? So that was a mother and a son relationship. Then what happens? Got it? Same way a mother and a daughter. The same way a husband and a wife. Never ever own anybody. Don't even show acquisitions. I acquired this person. I got married. I got certificate to prove it. What certificate are you talking about? That certificate is useless. It is just a piece of paper. Okay? Relationships are never built on paper. What is Dattatre telling you? Understand what Dattatre says. Dattatre says, I sport with the self. Take pleasure in the self and roam on earth like a child. This is the true spiritual meaning which I am going to give you. The self is God. I have already discussed what a self is. If you want a small recap, let me put it this way. Everybody has a spirit in them. Got it? And this spirit is a part of the soul. The super soul. Paramatma. We have discussed about Paramatma. The Paramatma is that one which is everything, everyone. You know, Satchidananda. That is Paramatma. When he identifies in this universe, I am the earth, I am the person, I am a human being, I am this person. The moment it un, you know, identifies as that individual or a person, it is called the S-E-L-F, self. The identification, I am the self. This is my spirit. This is my spirit. The moment that thing happens, this is my spirit. I am those three bodies. Remember the three bodies? Correct? Food body, huh? the subtle body and the last causal body. All these three bodies comprising of five sheets. One, two, three, four, five. The five sheets are the food, right? Prana, right? Third one is mind, intellect, and the happy body. Correct? These are the five. So these five things comprises in these three bodies and beyond the three is the spirit. Spirit. The spirit is the one which says to this body, the body is me. The body is me. And that in this universe is called the self. So the moment you get self-realized, the moment you attain self-realization, you have transcended, you have gone beyond these sheets and the body. You have understood you are the spirit soul or Jeeva Atma. The Atma. You have understood this. And that is a time this is called the real self. Not that false one which is I, myself, me, yourself, thy. 
No, 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 nothing like that. That all myself, thyself and all is useless. This is the supreme self. The moment you identify the supreme self, what does the self do? The self is neither getting swayed this way nor that way. You see, you get hurt, the self doesn't say, Oh, poor me, you got hurt. He doesn't say like that. Okay, you lose a husband or a wife or some children or something like that. Say, poor fellow, he lost his wife, he lost his children. The self doesn't say any of these things. It is only a witness. Remember this, it's only a witness. It just looks at the object. That's it. It doesn't do anything. Nothing. It doesn't do anything. Why should it do? Think. Why should it do? Why is the God supposed to be bothered that you are feeling hurt or you are angry, you are upset, you don't have this, you don't have that? Why should, why should God be bothered about it? He has put his entire play in motion. It is a framework. The framework is already set. You understand what I am talking? It's that ashram example which I gave you. My toilet, you know, the flush is not working. Why should the Swami of the ashram be bothered your toilet flush is not working? I mean, think about it. Do you go and disturb your chairman of the company? Sir, you know, somebody robbed my pen or somebody took my chair. You go and tell him that? Come on, don't be stupid. You think he doesn't know? The chairman of the company also knows. See, Krishna knows everything. You know that, no? Krishna knows everything. Why should Krishna knows be bothered? Huh? That's a pun, okay? Play on words, it's called. <laughs> Why should he be bothered? You have to learn to be happy in the self. Don't you have the fifth body called the happy body? Huh? When you have the happy body, why are you not happy with the self? The self is the supreme. It doesn't get swayed. This way, this way, this way, this way. It doesn't get swayed. It doesn't get swayed when something is lost. It doesn't get swayed when somebody goes away. It doesn't get swayed when somebody dies. It doesn't. You have to learn to have this equanimity. Where anything can happen in this world. You are not going to get swayed by it. So when you reach that status, it is called the status of the self, where nobody gets disturbed. This God Almighty, this Spirit Soul, this Paramatma is always in a state of deep yogic nidra. Whatever may happen, Narayana is always undisturbed. Do you know the story of Basmasura? Huh? <laughs> you see, there was this great Rakshasa called Basmasura. Basma means ash. Okay, Psh, ash. Now this Basmasura, he was wanting a lot of power in this world. So he prayed to Shivji. You know Shivji? <laughs> so he prayed to Shivji, 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 Shivji. And finally Shivji comes and stands in front of him because he's happy with his devotion. So he asks him, 
What is it that you want, my dear fellow? And Basmasura says, Give me one wish, my Vardhan. If I put my hand on anybody's head, that person will become ash. He will be burnt to ashes. And Shivji, is called Bholenath, by the way. He is a very, uh, <laughs> he is like a child. Okay. Shivji, he says, okay, done. I give you that Vardhan. You put your hand on anybody's head and that person will become Basma. Ash. Turn to ashes. And the moment he gives that Vardhan, Basma Sura says, can I try it on your head? Do you understand? He looks at Shivji and he says, I want to put my hand on your head. And Shivji has to run away from him. You see, Shivji runs, 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 runs and Basmasura is after him with his hand in his, oh, I want to put my hand on your head. Just think about it. Finally, he says, who is there to help me? So he goes to Brahmaji and he tells Brahmaji, Brahmaji, that Basmasura, you know, he's after me. I gave him this power to, you know, put his hand on somebody's head and that fellow will become Basma, ash. He will turn to ashes and he's after me. Brahmaji says, I don't give a damn. I also have to run because if he puts hand on my head, I will be finished. So both Brahmaji and Shivji are running. They look at each other. Now what to do? So they say, let us go to Narayana. Narayana is fast asleep. You know, no. he is in his yogic nidra. So they go to him and they say, pray to him. Please, please, can you help us? This Basmasura fellow, no? I gave him the Vardhan and he is after me. He wants to put his hand on my head. So Narayana looks at him. It's okay. Relax. Come behind me. And Basmasura comes. And he says, where is that Shivji? I want to put my hand on his head. He says, wait, wait, wait. wait. Why do you want to put your hand on his head? You see, he has given me this Vardhan, you know. So... Narayana looks at him and says, come on. How do you know it is working also? You see, this whole Vardhan stuff and all, you just think it works. You have not yet tried on anybody, no? He says, no. Try it on yourself and see, no? See, put, your, put it on your head and see. So he puts his hand on his head. He turns into ash. <laughs> see, this is a story to tell you that even a Vardhan is a pain in the whatever. Okay? <laughs> Don't ask for Vardhans. Don't ask for things. Because anything that you ask for is going to be painful to you. The self doesn't ask for anything. It is pure. It has no possessions. So you have to know this self. So Dattatraya says these words. I sport with the self. I am lost in myself. The one which is the supreme lord. I don't own anything in the world. Now tell me something. Did Dattatraya not have brothers? Of course he had. Do you think he didn't have mother and father and all those? Of course he had. You don't remember Atrimuni? Ah, and Anusuya? Of course you remember all those things. And his two brothers, do you know whose two, two brothers were? One was that Durvasa Muni, everybody is scared of him. You know that, no? Durvasa Muni, the moment Durvasa Muni comes, everybody is scared of him. Poor guy is not, does, doesn't do anything, but everybody is scared of him. 
and the other one is Chandra. Chandra is the moon. Huh? You think he possesses things? No, he's just roaming around. Okay? He's an avduta. He doesn't even carry anything. Roams around. And he's lost in the self. So my understanding when I went to all these places is never own anything. Don't bother about ownership of anything in this world. Don't even think that like I can't say no, I have disciples and you can't say I have this, I have to own this statue, I have to own this guru. No. You be lost in the self. Okay? That is what Radha did. That is what Krishna does. Krishna is constantly lost in the self. Though loving everybody is important. You see, the love has to be uniform. If you love your husband, if you love your wife, if you love your mother, your father, your brother, sister, whoever, you have to have the same love for everything in this world. Same love. Which doesn't mean that you can have specialization for one person. So this is what it means. So take pleasure in the self and be a child. You know how the child is? The child has a toy in the hand and two minutes later give her, give her a chocolate and she will drop the toy. Doesn't do anything. You know, you pay through your nose for a nappy. You know, those uh, all those things, you pay a bomb for it. And the child doesn't understand it, it shits in it. See? And you have to throw it away. It's like that, the child doesn't understand. <laughs> you have to become like a baby. And Dathatra is like a baby. He doesn't own anything, he doesn't possess anything, he doesn't have anything. And that is the truth. You have to be lost in the self. And take pleasure in the self alone. Okay, this is an example of offspring where the bird is carrying so many things, you know, in the mouth, some piece of flesh and stuff like that. And when he drops it, all the birds run after that object, not this bird. This is the meaning of these birds. So we are going to stop over here today and I will see you tomorrow with verse 4. Alright, onwards. Take care. You have a very good day or a good evening. Take care. Bye.